Coming up just ahead on You Have Real Estate, rental rates are terribly high. Paying someone else's mortgage stinks. How much can you qualify for and how much can you afford? Coming up just ahead on You Have Real Estate. Welcome to You Have Real Estate with attorney Justin Clark. Welcome to You Have Real Estate with me, attorney Justin Clark. Whether you're a first time home buyer, seasoned investor, or just looking to sell your home, this next 30 minutes is designed for you. Think of it like hitting multiple open houses, all from your living room, with my attorney advice throughout the way. If you have any questions whatsoever, give us a call. We have people standing by right now. The phone number, 407-205-0400. And plenty of information and ways to communicate with me directly is on the website, You Have Power. Dot com. Now, over the past week, many of you have asked me this very important question, and I thought maybe we should talk about this on the show. And the question is this. Justin, I've been renting. I've been reading all these articles about how the rental rates in this market are absolutely terrible. I want to buy. But how much of a mortgage can I really qualify for? Now, honestly, I'm a little bit conservative in my approach when I tell people how much they can afford to pay for their mortgage. Because, quite frankly, I hate to see families who are what we call house poor. Right? You have a nice house, but at the end of the month, we have no money left over whatsoever. We can't travel. We can't go out to dinner because all of our money goes to pay for this nice house. What if the AC breaks? What if the water heater breaks? So what are we going to do? Just not have hot water for the next three weeks until the next paycheck? So my approach to how much you can afford is generally conservative. But before you even consider this, you can give us a call, 407-205-0400, so we can work on getting you what we call a pre-approval. Now there's a difference of pre-approval and pre-qualification. Be careful with the pre-qualification because these pre-qualifications don't necessarily take your finances into account at all. It's just basically a letter. When you go to actually buy the house, you're gonna want this pre-approval letter. And you gotta have a tough conversation with yourself. I, I see people all the time who literally have never sat down with their family and looked at their bank statements and done a budget. I mean, we really need to look and see how much money's coming in, how much is going out, and how much can we afford to pay for a mortgage. I have a very simple rule. Now, this isn't exact science, but it's a simple rule and it's fairly conservative as, to, as opposed to what most people say. I like to use the three times rule. And Phil, you might wanna put this on the screen. You make $50,000 a year, I think you can afford about $150,000 in your house. 100,000, 300,000. If you make $250,000 a year, I think you can go up to about 750,000. Now, many people are gonna tell you, you can actually afford more. But I believe this is a nice level for you and keeps money in your coffers and the coffers for your family to where at the end of the month, you're not stressed out every month because there's no money left over. I want you to have a nice house, but I also want you to have a nice life. Questions, 407-205-0400. Now, who would have thought my two next guests, who are good friends of mine, <laughs> former TV guys as well. This is, the, uh, I think, the third person in three weeks now who were former anchors. Lee Goldberg, Gary Cole, first of all, welcome to the show. Great to be now, here. Glad to be here. Not only was Lee an anchor, he was an anchor here at this station. That is true. So is today making you want to get back into the news <laughs> business, Lee, or what? I am very, very happy in real estate. <laughs> I do love when I come back to Channel 6 a couple times a year. Brings maybe some great memories, right. and uh, they're going to remain memories. They are the GCI guys at Revolution Realty. Now, I forgot, Gary. 
Who's the one that first started calling you the GCI guys? I forgot yeah, yeah. who that was. Well, I would give you credit for that, but then you might try to trademark it and charge us. So like Pat Riley, you might charge yeah. us every time we use the word uh, GCI guys. That's yeah. true. It started on radio yeah. where and uh, I'd, I think I'd walk in late or something, and Justin would go, hey, well, the GCI guys, the GCI are, guys here. are here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I, look, you don't have to pay me. I don't want any credit or anything. I just wanted to make sure we got that out in the open. But the market is changing. There's no doubt about that. But... I think, generally speaking, it's still considered a seller's real estate market out there. But what trends, Gary, are you seeing now in the real estate market? Well, it's a, definitely a seller's market for any property under $300,000. I was mentioning before, we had two listings. They were in the 250 to 270 range, multiple offers they sell in a week. Wow. And th there's just not a lot of housing out there, especially at that price. And if you have it looking good, it'll sell right away. So what if, let's say I'm trying to buy a house at 250 $300,000. i am a buyer. I mean, should I come in there and try to negotiate, or if I'm going to get it, do I really need to come make a full price offer? No, no. Here, here's what you got to worry about, and what's happening right now is people are coming in with, say, an FHA loan putting 3% down, and they want the seller to pay the closing cost. That is not going to happen. In fact, we don't even advise our clients to take an FHA offer if it's if it's sold within a week or so, because here's right. what happens. The price comes in, let's say they go above this price, and we have one that went for, say, 252 it's listed at 250 Well, then you wait 30 days. If the appraisal comes in low, all of a sudden the buyer going to say, oh, appraisal's 240 that's yeah. all I'm paying. <laughs> well, if you have an FHA loan, you're kind of stuck. If someone's conventionally putting 20% down, we say, listen, you pay the difference, or you go see if the appraiser's got one, he can sell you for 240 What <laughs> What are you seeing out there, Lee? I'm going to agree exactly with Gary. We're pretty much on the same page in how we do business, uh, but that is accurate. And when it comes to uh, uh, anything under 300, you have to be aggressive. If you want to be in a good area, and you want to have a nice home, and you want something awesome you're going to have to pay for it and when you're in that price point and there's so many other people you have to be aggressive and what i tell our clients is listen let's let when we're representing the buyers mm -hmm. let's let the appraisal tell the story let's go get you the house we we want we finally found the home that you want we looked at 15 we found you the home that we like no need in nickel and dime you want me in the negotiation for the inspection and the appraisal when we have those issues mm -hmm. because if it doesn't appraise we'll worry about it then now if the home's sitting on the market for quite some time then it's a totally different ball game but new to the market good area sub 300 better be aggressive so let's say i'm looking to sell my house and i, you know, I pretty much know and you recommend to me that it's worth 350 but mm -hmm. i say you know what lee put it on there for 500 maybe i'll get <laughs> someone who comes in here and just falls in love with it then it's on the market 60, 90 yeah. days. There's a danger in that, is there not? Well, we would never take anything so grossly overpriced like that and put it on the market. We would tell people, listen, you're not doing yourself or anyone any favors. And say, well, maybe that investor from New York with mm -hmm. a suitcase of cash. <laughs> 10 years in this business, never seen that yeah. investor with a suitcase <laughs> of cash. We haven't met him yet, have we? Have not met him, and any cash investor I know is always going to pay under and not retail. Uh, listen, I like sometimes going a little bit higher and testing the waters at the threshold of the comp range, but I won't go beyond that. And right. I would respectfully pull out of that at that moment. But what I would say is, listen, if it's not selling in, say, three or four weeks and we're high, well, that's when we're going to price adjust. Sometimes clients will say, well, Lee, I know you say comps are 340, but I really feel it's 370. I'll say, well, how's this? I'll make you a deal. We'll go with 370 for two weeks. We go to my price. If we 
we have no one come in in that time frame, and that's usually what happens. I mean, there could be a negative effect with it being on the market for 90 days, 120 days, correct? Yeah, when people see that, they start to wonder what's wrong. Another problem, too, is, well, we don't list things that someone wants to pay, you know, list 100000 above the price. Because after a month or so, if they keep it at that, they're going to blame the realtor. They're going to find somebody else, and yeah. they're going to list it at the real price. And exactly. then we've wasted all this time in, in marketing that dollars. And we do spend a lot of marketing on each property that we sure, list. Of course. So, Lee Goldberg, Gary Cole, we're going to show some properties okay. for you guys now. Right. Are you ready to do that? Absolutely. Let's start, let's start with you, Gary. I know is this there a prize at the end of this? Yeah. Is this a game? I, I have water, uh, <laughs> bottles of water with my face on it back at the office. I'd be, happy to, I'd be happy to give you plenty of those if you want. <laughs> let's go to Creekside, Gary. What town is this in? This is in Winter Springs okay. in Tuscawilla Country Club, three-bedroom, two-and-a-half-bath townhouse. Our client that owns it, we sold him a number of properties. He's a school teacher. Place is awesome. He has redid everything. And when people look at this house and townhouse, they go, wow, it must be an investor that came in and uh, did all this work. And you got to be careful oh, about nice. those sometimes because many times the investors that come in and try to flip, it's like putting lipstick on a pig. It looks great <laughs> when you walk in. Who knows what's behind the walls? Yeah. This guy is meticulous. I mean, four years later, it looks like he just moved in, and now he's retiring. He's actually moving to Albany, New York. Now, who moves from Florida to Albany, it's New York? Never I, don't, happened before. I don't know, but this place is amazing. And the HOA, Does he have too. a suitcase of cash? Yeah, maybe he's I know. <laughs> and another thing is the HOA is low, $130 oh, a month. Wow. Typically in townhomes, you're looking at $250, $300, and that's what puts people out of the ballpark as far as when their mortgage payment comes right. in. You know, they think they can afford it, and they add $300 to it, and they're out of the uh, out of the ball game there. But yeah, this place is awesome, right in Tuscawilla Country Club, Winter Springs, absolutely an amazing property. And price point on this one? It's $259 right so now. Got it. Do you, do you recommend when you're working with investors that they buy, if they're working on a flip, would you recommend buying a townhouse? as opposed to a condo at least? Uh, well, it, you know, it's, it really depends on the return on investment. So mm -hmm. if we figure out what kind of rent they can get, something like this might rent for 1600 $1, And with the low HOA, you know, that can probably return a good five or 6%. The days of uh, getting 15 and 20% <laughs> pretty uh, much over. just about over. If you have any questions about this property, give us a call 407-205-0400. And I'll hook you up with Gary Cole. Make an offer today. This is you know, the type of price range where you have to come in close to what the asking price is. Yeah, you have absolutely. to do it quickly. Oh, yeah, and it's all great right. amenities. you got the Tuscawilla Country Club for golf, all kinds of stuff, a pool there, yeah. fitness centers, everything Nice over there. Really, really nice over there. All right, Lee Goldberg, take me to Eden Cove. Where is this property? So this is in Waterley in the Horizon West area, which is one of the fastest-growing parts uh, of Florida. We've sold a ton of homes in this entire area, let alone in Waterley alone. The whole community uh, is built by Deer Horton. There's going to be 3,600 homes. There's about 850 now. It is the future of Central Florida, right off the 429, right near Disney World, excellent schools, beautiful community situated on the lakes, like, I mean, lakes everywhere, right. uh, and great uh, amenities as well. The home itself, 439.9 on the market, uh, you know, eh, maybe 30 days or so right now, and this thing, price per square foot is solid at 150 a square foot. The home itself is 4.3 with a bonus room completely upgraded, nice fenced-in backyard, no rear neighbor, and absolutely beautiful. And here's the thing, you can't build this home a, at this price, and B, it'll take you almost a year to build a home in that area right now. Right. So resales in the Horizon West area are a very good option for people right now who, one, need to move, B, want to be in a solid school district, C, don't want to be a slave to I-4, and that's what 429 allows. And I would take a very serious look, not only at this home, but at Waterley as a community and uh, Horizon West as an area and as a part of Central Florida. A lot of people don't know 
about it, and it's amazing. I live there. It's great. I still don't know where that is. Where is Horizon West? I know you say off the 429, but I, I really don't know where so, it is. So it's literally three miles from the back entrance uh, to the Magic Kingdom. So okay. my daughter's room in Summer Lake, she can watch Magic Kingdom no. fireworks from her bed. Every night with a great view, should, and it's amazing. You have to charge her rent for that. Uh, and she doesn't really want to watch it that much <laughs> yeah, anymore. I, I do. Yeah. Um, but it's about a 22-minute drive from downtown, 408 Turnpike 1 exit, 429 South, two exits will get you there. It's that the Hamlin, the Horizon West area, where there's a great new movie theater, high-end uh, movie theater has just right. been put in. We've got restaurants now, Publix, Walmart, Super Walmart. It's an excellent area. And if you're thinking, hmm, where can I go with some affordability in Orange County? Well, this is the area, especially if you want new. Uh, but if you want a home that's only a couple of years old and some great value and that is spacious and completely upgraded. And talk about sure. they have three kids, our owners, and, and two dogs. You would never know it when you go in and see this home. Is that that right? is how beautiful and how perfect this home is. And uh, our, our owners have done such a great job. I expect this one to sell rather quickly pretty soon. Lee Goldberg, Gary Cole, the GCI guys at Revolution Realty. Thank you for being here. I know you're coming back in a minute to yeah. do the real estate round table thanks guys awesome thanks. to see you. you come back anytime all right we'll do so, so now the next people joining me today one of them might now be my favorite real estate agent in the history of real estate agents now she went to the university of tennessee ladies and gentlemen so i know many of you gators out there are going to hate me for this but i went to the university of tennessee as well and it's not very often that I meet fellow volunteers here on this program or in this community. And look, you can't hate me. We've been so terrible at football for over a decade now. So really, Gator fans should like me for going to the University of Tennessee. Kimberly Gernert, how are you? Thanks for being here today. Fabulous. Thank you for and, having and me. You're welcome. And Linda Sytek as well is here. You guys are with okay. Keller Williams and Winter Park. Fancy. Fancy. Right? Fancy, I mean, fancy, yes. Winter, Winter Park is obviously a great place. Do you really focus most of your energy in Winter Park? Do you guys work everywhere? Uh, Winter Park and Maitland and downtown Orlando is the main areas that we focus in in Baldwin Park. Gotcha. All right. So let's uh, answer me this question because this is something I hear quite a bit. I'm looking to sell my home, but my cousin is a real estate agent in Tallahassee, right? And she says, oh, don't worry. I'm going to go join the MLS down in Orlando and I'll sell your house for you. Is that a good idea? Not a good idea at all. And why not? Because real estate's hyper-local. And I, I wouldn't know Tallahassee, so um, what, what we would say is I would give you your cousin a referral fee. Right. Oh, so you can do that. Tell me more about the referral fee. So for realtors, you can give a referral fee to uh, another realtor, and, um, and then we can help them here locally and get them the, the best property. Gotcha. What do you guys think? There's a lot of agents out there, we, we know, and I know, that I know a lot of great real estate agents, but maybe there are not some not-so-good ones as well. Great lawyers out there, too. I know some not-so-good lawyers also. But what would you say separates a great real estate agent versus an average one? Well, a great real estate agent listens to their clients. It's all about the client, not about that agent. Many agents are good, but you want the best, so get one that will know your community, know, listens to you. Right. That makes the biggest difference. Linda, what do you think? Yes, same thing. It's all about the client and what, and what they want. Gotcha. Now, a lot of people, when they're looking to buy a house, are obviously very concerned about the school systems. What can I do to really research the quality of the schools? I mean, does Florida offer anything to, to kind of show me what schools they're going to go to and the quality of those schools? 
we just tell our clients to go onto the internet and, yeah. and understand it because as realtors, we can't steer them a certain way. Um, but we can also tell them that there's sought after schools, right. like sought after schools in Winter Park uh, and in Delaney Park, things like that. How often will you say when you're working with clients or buyers, I know you do a lot of listings, but when you're working with buyers that the school question comes up? 90% of the time. So it comes up a lot. I yes. mean, people really do care about where their children are educated, which Absolutely. Is, is probably something that, that really should matter, no doubt about it. All right, so let's say that I'm looking to go sell my home, right? I've lived there for 10 years, 15 years. It has a little wear and tear, but I certainly want to get maximum value for my home. What are some ways that I can best prepare my house to get maximum value? One thing I do for my clients, I will go in, tour the home, and I also give them a list of what to do. You want beautiful curb appeal. If a light bulb is out, go ahead and replace that. Holes in the wall, definitely fix that. You just want it to look move-in ready. Gotcha. What do you think, Linda? Uh, paint, paint, paint. Paint, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's honestly the... the least expensive thing that has the biggest impact uh, on, on a home. Do you think it's more important to work on the outside or the inside? Outside first because it's curb appeal. Right. And then once they get inside, but both both are important. Gotcha. All right, you ready to show me a couple properties here? Absolutely. I'm excited about these three properties. Let's start on Delaney Avenue. Where's Delaney Avenue? It is in Delaney Park. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah. Downtown. Downtown Lake Cherokee Historic District. Uh, this is the EF Acres home built in 1918. Wow. It was just awarded the Centennial Award from the City of Orlando for the historic preservation. Uh, this is a four bedroom, three and a half bath, 4527 square feet, and it also has over 2,000 square feet of wraparound porch, which is really cool. This is priced at 1,150,000. Uh, original hard of pine floors, 14-inch uh, crown molding, a new renovated kitchen uh, with quartz countertops, and, uh, and the best part is uh, that it's walking distance to Dr. Phillips Performing Arts uh -huh. and, and downtown Orlando, and maybe um, to Orlando Health as well. And what a yard. It looks like you could play a, a football game in that yard, it's, huh? It's a half acre. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. All right, with a price on this one, one more time. $1,150,000. And Delaney, I mean, just what an outstanding area that is. And it is, you know, if you don't know Delaney Park, it is very close to being right downtown. I mean, you could essentially ride your bike to Thornton Park if you wanted to. A absolutely. My, my seller actually goes on to StubHub um, 30 <laughs> minutes before performance. Oh, really? Gets 90% off and then <clears throat> has an eight-minute walk to Dr. Phillips Performing Arts Center. If you have any questions about this house, 407 Zero. Linda would be more than happy to show it to you. Now let's head over to Oak Street. Where's Oak Street? Oak Street is in Altamont Springs. Uh, so this is a brand new uh, house to the market. It's a great starter home, pool home, three bedrooms, one and a half baths, uh, 1675 square feet, and the list price is 249. So that price point really moves. Yeah, I think that's what uh, Lee and Gary were talking about earlier, the 250 range. I mean, they're going quickly. Going quickly. So if you, if you would like to put an offer on this one, you, you probably don't want to come in at 200 grand, right? Absolutely not. Unbelievable. So if you like this property here on Oak Street and Altamont Springs, give Linda a call, 407-205-0400. One more property to show. Let's head out to the east coast of Florida, a little town I know pretty well, Ponce Inlet, right? Ponce Inlet, Florida. I consider and, that and, to and be. And if you're going to Ponce Inlet, I want you to go to Jerry's Tiki Bar as well, owned by my good Absolutely. friend Frank Cipolla. Please visit Jerry's Tiki Bar if you're in Ponce Inlet. 
Inlet Point, tell me about this property. Wow. This property is awesome. It was custom renovated in 2018. It has three bedrooms, a beautiful loft, very open floor plan. It is one of the hidden gems here in Ponce Inlet. Wow. The location is fabulous. So where, where is it in Ponce Inlet, if you said? Ponce Inlet's kind of a dead end in a lot of ways. You know, is, is it really close to the ocean or what? Yes. Okay. It is walking distance to the ocean. It's one and a half blocks away from the ocean, one and a half blocks away from the Ponce Inlet Lighthouse. Oh, yes. It's I've climbed that thing before. Have you ever gone up it? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. It's the second largest <laughs> lighthouse in Florida. Oh, wow. I was definitely... 262 um, steps. Yeah, I wasn't prepared for that. <laughs> not, not one bit, but I made it. It's good. But yeah, I had to take a little breather when I was on the top before I could go back down. It's a little scary, actually. I mean, it's steep. You know what it's I mean? It's steep. No doubt about it. Oh, this, so Inlet Point. What a beautiful home. And I'm sorry, what's the price point on this one? 835. It's pretty good for uh, being it's so awesome. close to the beach. Huh? You also have the river there oh, and the wow. jetty. Okay, unbelievable. Linda Sitek, Kimberly Gernert. If you have any questions for them, it's 407-205-0400. We will also put all of the properties you see today on the website, which is youhavepower.com, y-o-u-havepower.com. Now we're gonna bring Mr. Goldberg back in here to answer your questions. And if you do have any questions, feel free to ask me. Go to youhavepower.com, type in the questions, and maybe we will answer your questions next week. It's time for the Real Estate Roundtable. Lee, welcome back. I'm so glad to be here again. Is there a prize on this segment? Yeah, again, again. It's going to be a water bottle with my face <laughs> I on it. We have cases of them back at the office, so Perfect. I'll be happy to send you. I'll send you a case. We should have know. a buzzer. Right? Yeah, <laughs> you got it. All right, let's go to Sarah in Oviedo. She says, do I ever buy a house as is? And if so, do I still get an inspection? Uh, absolutely. Uh, on both of those, there's nothing wrong with buying a home that says as is just because it is as is in the end. First of all, you always want an inspection. I don't care if it's a brand new home, you get an inspection. Okay. And an as is home in that inspection period, you still have the right to cancel and we can still go to them and say, we understand it's as is, and we understand you don't want to make any repairs whatsoever. However, we have polybutylene pipes, or we have some roof issues, or we have some mold. We want to get this deal done. Again, we know it's as is, but either you make it happen, or we're going to walk in, you could start all over, and usually in those situations, we get things done, but always get the inspection. So then what, what's the difference then? What's the difference in, a, in an as-is contract versus regular contract? Well, basically everything really is technically as-is. Okay. I mean, anyone can cancel for any reason uh, during that inspection period. Uh, so it, no matter what, regardless, don't let it scare you off if it just says as-is. Now, there was back in the day when things were the foreclosures, the short sales as-is, then was as-is, whereas because you had you know 20 people going after one property. So essentially, if a seller is celebrating, oh, we got an as-is contract today, there's really nothing to celebrate. Until know. anything's closed, there's never anything to celebrate in this business, <laughs> exactly. that's for sure. All right, John in Winter Park asks, what are the most important things to look for at the inspection? Uh, the four points. So that's, that's a roof, electric, plumbing, and HVAC. And is that all the inspector's really looking for, or no. are they inspecting other things? No, they're, they're inspecting um, the the entire property, but those are really the most important things, especially if you're buying a house that's like 30 or 40 years old. What's typically an age of a roof that is still okay to buy without trying to get the seller to repair it? 
about 15 years 15 years yeah and especially since we've had five hurricanes in the in the past uh 12 years yeah what do you what do you tell your clients about age of roof I tell my clients this, uh, no matter what in the inspection, I say, first of all, it's your decision. All I can do here is advise you. And what I would advise in that situation is, let's see what the health of the roof is. Let's see what the age is. Let's see what the replacement is. I'm a negotiator, so I always like winning for my clients. So if I could get them a few extra thousand dollars, if I could get them a new roof, half a roof, get them a reduction, I'm going to try and do it just for to help my client and for to make our jobs fun because every day it's the same exact thing. <laughs> uh, but at the end of the day, if it's something that's uh, towards the end of life, what I tell clients is, listen, at some point you're going to have to replace the roof regardless. You're going to do it now or you're going to do it later. Let's figure it out. Maybe we roll it into the loan possibly too if they're not going to pay for it. T tile Always roof, options. tile roof versus regular roof. I mean, is there is there a big difference when yeah, you're buying or selling a house? Tile roofs last forever, um, thirty years. Some can go longer, almost fifty years, I believe. Is that right? Uh, there's pros and cons to each of them. One's more expensive. One's usually in higher end, higher home areas. I like them. Yeah, sh I mean shingle are about fifteen to twenty years. Tile roofs, metal roofs, um, they can they can last fifty, sixty years. And you can take a great nap with a metal roof. Isn't you that guess. how it works? Yeah. Yes. All right, let's go to Ray over in Eustis, Lake County. What percentage of my income should go to paying my mortgage? I know you're not a mortgage broker, but I mean, wh what do you really think? That's a great question for a mortgage broker. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, what, what do you think? I wouldn't answer like that. This is how I would okay. answer it. I would say, listen, let's figure out what your monthly overall nut it needs to be, okay? What is your PITI, principal, interest, taxes, insurance? Let's throw in your HOA. What are you comfortable every single month paying? Then let's work it backwards. We'll come up with, you know, when you talk to a lender, which again, not a lender, mm -hmm. they'll tell you your debt to income ratio, they'll tell you your credit, they'll tell you what your buying power will be, and then we will know, okay, so if you can buy at X, we know where we can look because there's only gonna be options so much in certain areas. If you're gonna be sub 220 purchasing, well, we know there's only a handful of places that are gonna work for you unless you wanna go in the outskirts of uh, Metro Orlando. Got it. Henry in Lake Mary says, I let OfferPad put an offer on my property and now they're jerking me around. Is OfferPad really this terrible? Yes, it's that terrible. Eh. Yeah, so they, they want to go in and get the, the best price for, for the property. Um, just, just so you know, OfferPad and the other iBuyers are at 8% commission. Uh, they also come in and have uh, inspectors come in and then they negotiate during an, the as-is period and, uh, and really get go from one price point that they originally said to much, much, much lower that's well below market value. And that's not a good thing for a client. I mean, do you think an investor is going to come in and lowball you? This is a huge investment company who's really trying to take away your equity, Lee. Well, I've uh, I've worked very minimally with uh, with OfferPad. I've worked extensively with Open Door. There's pros and cons. Uh, you can embrace it or not. I think it's a good tool for realtors, and I think it's a good tool for certain sellers, sellers who might have that equity in their home or sellers who are contingent, having to go to new construction that's going to take 10 months to possibly to build well guess what the equity in that time you'll earn could go up substantial versus what you might lose of get taking that cash offer to close right away but you might need that offer right away so again pros and cons to both for me uh, i always offer uh, our clients when we go on listings say listen if i list it traditionally here's what it's going to cost you here's what i'm going to do but here's a cash offer for you right now you can take it if you'd like and if you want it take it right. great 
I make it their decision, not ours. So, you know, change change is inevitable in this business. Not everyone will accept it. I'm trying to find ways, okay, if something that might be a threat to realtors or to me, how can I use that to our advantage, but more importantly, to our client's advantage? Henry and Lake Mary ask, I listed my property for sale, signed a contract, but my new employer up in North Carolina rescinded the job offer. Hmm. That's unfortunate. What can I do? Uh, Call you. Yes, talk to an attorney. <laughs> Rent an apartment, I guess. I mean, you're in, a ba- you're in bad shape at that point. I mean, if you signed a contract to sell your home, it's very difficult to get out of it at that point, is it not? What I, what I would tell our client is, listen, you've had every intention to go to North Carolina and take that job. Continue with the sale of your home. Let the real estate gods tell us what's going to happen, and we'll go from there. Let's go get you that rental. Let's go mm-hmm. find you another job up in North Carolina. But if you're selling your home, you had motivation, follow that through, and let's see where life takes us. Beautiful. Lee Goldberg, <laughs> Linda Sitek, thank you guys so much for being here today. You're thank always you. welcome to come on the show with us. But most importantly, thank you for joining me today. If you have any questions about anything we've discussed whatsoever, give me a call, 407 407- Two zero five zero four zero zero, or if you want to go house shopping and you need a pre-approval or pre-qualification, I have people standing by right now to handle that for you. Again, it's four zero seven two zero five zero four zero zero. I'm Attorney Justin Clark, and I'll see you right back here next week for another edition of You Have Real Estate. <laughs>